This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, everybody, welcome to Take Off with John Clark, and let's welcome in a special guest. He's got a lot on his plate right now. Let's welcome in Devin Allen. And if you don't know the story, Devin Allen has been in the last two Olympics, and he is right there in the 110-meter hurdles here in America. And you can see him this Sunday on NBC at 4 o'clock, and he is going to be facing the reigning world champ Grant Holloway in the 110-meter hurdles in the New York Grand Prix. Devin, we appreciate your time. Hey, John, thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm doing great, but I mean, you're, you're a busy guy because, you know, you played at Oregon, you played football at Oregon, yeah. and then you kind of put, okay, your NFL dreams aside, you were chasing the Olympics and the 110 meter hurdles and all these things. So I wanted to start by asking you, how come you decided at this point that you would sign with the Eagles? You're kind of chasing two things at the same time right now. Yeah, well, it was always part of the plan. Um, originally, when I suffered uh, my second knee injury in 2016, right after the Olympics, I decided, hey, maybe I, I should just focus on the track thing for this cycle, which is the four years leading to the next Olympics. And after that cycle, I said I was going to give give myself a chance to play. Um, you know, I would have been 26 at the time, but with COVID and everything, um, you know, pushed everything back a year. Um, so it took five years and now I'm here. So you decided to sign with the Eagles. You had a workout with them. You visited the Novacare Complex in Philly. Uh, what do you think are the prospects of you with the Eagles? Like, what's your mentality of how far you can make it with the Birds? Um, you know what? I think uh, I have a good opportunity to, to play some good football and, and help them win football games, whether that's, you know, a wide receiver or, you know, kick return, punt return, running down on punt and kick, special teams. Um, I know it's been a while since I've played football, but I've played it my whole life. So hopefully it's going to be like riding a bike. Uh, I spent a few weeks out um, in Philly for OTAs, you know, learning the playbook, learning the offensive scheme, doing some more football related stuff. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, I know it's going to be a, a, a lot different than what I experienced in college, but I think I'm, I'm excited and looking forward to it. Can you tell me how it is different preparing for the NFL and you're going through the OTAs and workouts and compare it to the training that you do for this race coming up this weekend? Yeah, I think um, the training is similar. Obviously, with football, uh, there's a lot more mental aspect, you know, film study and, and going through plays and knowing the playbook and, and learning defensive schemes and stuff like that. Um, but the training is pretty similar. You know, I, I train to be as explosive and as strong as possible on the track, and that's pretty much what I'll be doing with football. Um, you know, you think of it in terms of me running a route every – every play I'm running 10, 15 yards, accelerating full speed, full speed. And that's pretty much what I do in the hurdles, right? My goal is to get to 15 yards to the first hurdle as quickly as possible. And then by the time I get there, it's really just a rhythm um, kind of thing. So um, the training's similar and uh, you know, I feel good doing both so far and it's been going well. How about the mental part of it? Obviously you've been doing the 110 meter hurdles. You've been competing well in those. And then when you arrive with the Eagles, they give you that huge playbook 
And you got to learn an offense. How difficult is that part of it, the mental aspect, getting all of that down and then trying to get that down on the field in OTAs? You know what? It definitely is difficult. Um, a lot more difficult than I thought uh, originally, but that's okay. I think the biggest thing for me is just is just reps. Um, you know, it's like learning a new language. You can you can see it and practice it in your head so many times, but until you start speaking and 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 doing it, um, you're not going to really lock it in. So once I get to training camp and we start doing a lot of reps and I start getting some practice stuff, I think it's going to be pretty comfortable. And I, I did get a little bit of a, a head start with OTAs and learning the offense. So at least when I get to camp, I'm not going to be seeing this stuff for the first time. Now, how are you juggling this? Because you got a big race this Sunday and the Eagles just wrapped up their OTAs. They're on break now till training camp. How much experience have you had over the last two, three weeks with the Eagles and also trying to prepare for this big race? Yeah, so um, actually uh, my last week at OTAs was about two weeks ago. And uh, so I was doing only football stuff for the, like the last, you know, a month ago up to two weeks ago. And then the plan was to spend last week in Philly and then spend this week getting ready for the, the Grand Prix in New York. But unfortunately, I got COVID. So I took all of last week off and didn't really do anything. Um, not really the most ideal like recovery situation, but, you know, my body feels a little bit fresh in terms of I wasn't training and kind of pounding, you know, myself into the ground. And so I feel fresh. Um, not a lot of training on my end, but I, I'm confident that, you know, all the training I've done before um, OTAs in March and April is going to kind of show through now. Since you've had COVID in your training for this race, are you feeling anything in your lungs with your, your breath? Um, no, not really. Uh, yeah, COVID didn't hit me quite as hard, which, you know, I feel pretty lucky. You know, I, I got the vaccine and the booster and all that. So I was sick for about 10 hours. Um, and then I kind of snapped out of it. You know, obviously I didn't want to be, you know, getting other people sick. So I kind of stayed, you know, on the D-Lo, stayed at home and, and, you know, didn't travel out to Philly to go to OTAs because, you know, that had been not a good thing if I got my teammates sick as well. Right. And you can watch maybe clips uh, or you can study the playbook more. Was that a lot of good mental? Oh, time? yeah. Actually, you know, the good thing about technology nowadays is uh, I can go to every meeting. Uh, I'm sitting on every meeting every day. Um, via Zoom, just like we're talking. And uh, I can interact with the coaches and, and see everything they're talking about and, and go over the playbook, have it right in front of me with my iPad and, my, and, and all that stuff. So it's pretty cool. The technology is amazing, and I haven't really missed much other than the on-field stuff. Nice. Now, when you show up for the Eagles, um, first time in a while you've been around football, uh, you come in basically being known as a track guy at this point, been in the Olympics. What are the Eagles saying to you? Are they busting your chops a little bit? Here comes this, the fast track guy. Like, what are, what are they saying to you? Um, you know what? The, the uh, overall sentiment has been pretty positive. You know, my teammates are, are excited that I'm there. They seem to be pretty excited and, and think it's cool that I, I was the track athlete and the Olympian. And, you know, some of the guys came out to the pin relays um, a month and a half ago as well. And for the most part, I think my job is going to be the, be the fast guy. You know, I'm one of the fastest men in the world. So I need to be able to show that on the field. And that's something I'm, I'm hoping to do. And, and, you know, it'll be about 10 days after world champs will be when I report to, to training camp. So I expect to be the fastest I've ever been in my life. And you'll have it official. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So when I'm looking at the 40 times here, I believe you ran a four, three, five in the 40. Is that right? I just want to make sure yeah. I'm right. Yep. Uh, and I'm looking at Darius Slay, for example, when he was coming out as a corner, 
436 as a corner, one of the fastest. Has he challenged you at all to a race? Anybody like asking to race you to get this official? Um, you know what? I know Slay is very fast. I know he's a little bit older. Um, I'm not going to talk too much crap because I'm the 27 year old rookie. But um, some of the guys, you know, kind of be like, oh, let's race. And, and I'll, you know, I'm I'm OK with that. But me being a pro track and field athlete, I don't race for free. So I was like, all right, we'll race. But ten thousand dollars a race and nobody uh, took me up on that yet. So <laughs> that's great. Uh, how about Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, John Hightower? I mean, running down the field for a deep ball. Do you think you are the fastest on the birds? Um, for sure. Definitely the fastest. I do know. And I do think we definitely have the fastest receiver core in, in the NFL. Um, and probably one of the best receiver rooms in the NFL as well, just in terms of talent um, with picking up AJ Brown and Zach Pascal in the off season. Um, so it's pretty exciting. And I think we have a lot of weapons and a lot of tools. And I think, you know, when you have so many athletes, um, that's always a problem, but a good problem to have because now you got to figure out how to get these guys the ball. Right. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a cool season. And Jalen Hurts has been doing great. Um, you know, I'm very, very impressed seeing him and seeing him kind of just control the offense and make the throws that he has been making. Um, so I'm excited. So what has that been like on the field work with Jalen Hurts? How much have you done with that? And guys have talked about his improvements with footwork, getting the ball out quicker and his accuracy. What have you seen? You know, it's tough because I haven't seen him before this year and I think he looks amazing. So, you know, but I also haven't been, uh, you know, with an NFL caliber quarterback since since I was in college. Um, I've, I've been having my uh, my track coach who who played quarterback in high school and a little bit of safety in college throw me routes. So it's much different him throwing the ball to me versus Jalen Hurts. But, you know, I think he's going to do great this season. And I'm looking forward to, you know, just being able to compete. And, uh, you know, I think they made a run in the playoffs last year. And I think we can do even more this year. What did you think of Jalen Hurts as a leader, the way he commands the huddle? You know, he, he is a, a great leader. I think uh, something that's important is, is to try to build a relationship and rapport with all your teammates. And uh, the first week I was there, he invited me over for dinner and we had, we had like a crawfish boil and I was like a day before the pin relays. And, and so that's pretty cool. You know, like this guy doesn't owe me anything. He doesn't have to say much to me at all because I'm like the, you know, six, seven, eight receiver right now on the, on the depth chart, just cause I got there. And uh, you know, he, he made an effort to, to, to get to know me and, and do all that stuff. And I think that's something special about this team is, you know, all the guys have, have really made an effort to, to be, you know, present and get to know everybody on the team and, and to build strong chemistry. Cause I think once we get into the trenches and, you know, bullets start flying, that's when, you know, great football teams kind of, you know, band together and, and play for each other. Right. So of course it was going to be a Southern meal, right? Oh, of course. Hey, and it was good. You know, I, I haven't had crawfish very many times in my life. And he told me that the second, third, and fourth batches were going to be a lot more spicy than the first. So, and he wasn't lying for sure. I was definitely feeling it the next few days after that. <laughs> That's pretty cool that Jalen does that. What, what did you learn about him that you maybe didn't know from, from having that personal time with him? Well, you know, I think um, his music taste is very unique. He's, he's kind of like an old soul at heart. So, you know, something I grew up with my parents listening to oldies and you know, old R&B and hip hop. So he pretty much has that on blast full time in the locker room. And and so that's pretty cool. And um, just kind of get, getting to know his, his mentality and growing up and, and, you know, the elite level athlete that he was, that he is, you know, you can kind of tell with just how his, his dad raised him and, and the kind of sports he played and how he competed. And, 
you know, I didn't know much about him other than what I've seen on TV. Right. You know, and, and when he played for Alabama and Oklahoma, um, but I'm very impressed. And when you see those receivers that you talked about, you know, when you think of a numbers game, they've got a lot of talent at receiver. Uh, have you been able to meet AJ Brown yet? And has he given you any good advice or have any of the guys given you good advice? Yeah. You know, I met, I've, I've met all the receivers. I've been down there for a few weeks and, uh, you know, for the most part, all the guys are very receptive and, and trying to learn from each other. Um, I know you, there was an interview with AJ saying that he's learning from Devonte Smith and, you know, I'm learning from both of them and Greg Ward and, and Zach and, and John Hightower and Dion and all those guys that are around because, you know, they've been doing it. And even, even the younger guys, Britton Covey and, and Carrick and, and those guys that just showed up recently um, have a lot to kind of give and, and teach all of us as well. Um, because we're all good at something, right? We're all the, one of the best players or the best player on our football team when we played in college. And, and that's kind of how you, you evolve in NFL is by taking um, advice and information from everybody else that's been doing a great job and doing well. So if I can, if I can just mimic Devontae Smith or AJ, I think I'm going to be in a good spot. And what do you think of the Eagles offense? Nick Sirianni's got these guys for a second year now as a group, which is really good. What do you think of the different skill positions they have in the offensive line as a group? Well, the offensive line, I can tell you this, is probably the best in the NFL. These guys are just – well, one, it's obviously a different size game going from college to NFL and and just the athletes we have um, with Kelsey and and all those guys. And then Dallas, um, tight ends we got um, moving in, and, and even our rookie guys are making great plays as well. And then, like I said, at the, at the wideout position, you know, we got Smitty, A.J. Brown, Zach, and Quez Watkins, Jalen Rieger – you know, guys that are receiver ones on pretty much any NFL team in the country. And they're, we're going to be all battling for, for playing time, which is pretty cool because, you know, when you do that, the level of competition goes up and that, you know, increases the performance and, and makes everybody play better. You know, it's funny in the NFL, sometimes a receiver may only get two balls thrown his way during a game. You know, it depends on what's going on with the defense. Can you compare the mentality of a football game when you're competing to the Olympics and the stage where you're training for like that one big moment. What's the pressure and mentality like with those two things? I think it's similar. I think the goal is to uh, be prepared and train for the opportunity. Um, you know, I had a coach, uh, Jimmy Radcliffe in college, who's our strength coach, he used to say good skill, you know, instead of good luck, because, you know, we practice too hard and spend too much time doing, you know, on the track and on the football field to when the opportunity arises, you know, we make a great catch or make a great play or run a fast time. It's not luck because we spent so many hours doing it. Um, so I think just the, you know, overall training and, pre and preparation is very similar. Um, and I think, you know, the athletes that are in the NFL and in the Olympics are the ones that have taken advantage of, you know, that opportunity and being prepared for it. So with your hurdles, have you been able to show that off in any of the OTAs? I know there may not be much of an opportunity, but have you able to? Are you able to put that into your football game when you're out there on the field? I mean, specifically, no, I haven't hurdled anybody. Um, and to be honest, like some of the OTA stuff, and they do a good job keeping everybody fresh and healthy. And I think that's a, a very veteran move by the strength conditioning staff and, and the NFL coaches. And um, so we really haven't had too many days where we're just flying around um, a lot of walkthrough, um, a lot of, you know, routes on air and stuff like that. So I haven't really opened up yet, but I plan on doing that when I get to training camp. Did you use that move at Oregon? 
Um, no, 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 no. I, I didn't get the chance. You know, the funny thing is, I feel like people kind of know I'm the hurdler, so they're not going to go low on me. They might, they might go for my head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we wish you the best of luck in, in this race. Uh, I mean, it's amazing what you're juggling right now. Uh, once again, it's Sunday, 4 o'clock on NBC, the 110-meter hurdle, and you got a shot at the reigning world champ, Grant Holloway. Do you, uh, do you get like a game face like you do with football going into these things? Is there like a, you know, pumping yourself up, listening to music right beforehand? Yeah, I think uh, I'll probably listen to some music before I start warming up. But uh, I try to keep the routine as similar as to, to training as, as possible because, you know, everything I'm doing in training is muscle memory and muscle movement. And, and so I'm just going to kind of keep the same flow and my coach is going to be there. And so I'll just kind of joke around with him and, and get ready to run. But I feel pretty good. I feel confident. I'll be fresh leading going into the race. So I'm excited. And it's always great to run against uh, fast competition. Grant Holloway being one of the best in the world you know, second fastest of all time, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is very cool. And we look forward to your journey coming up here while the rest of the Eagles, they're able to relax for the next six weeks. you got some big races here and then you start training camp. And then, and is that when you kind of really start all in on football training camp? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm running up until world champs, uh, July 16th and 17th. I'll race and then I'll get 10 days off. And then right into tra- training camp report date, I think, is the 27th or 28th. And, uh, yeah, it'll be all football right there. You know, I'll, I'll put the track spikes away for at least six, six, seven months. Well, hopefully you can come into the Eagles locker room with uh, a couple medals or the official time of the fastest guy. So uh, I'll wish you good skill, not good luck. Thank you. I appreciate that, John. Thanks. Thanks for having me.